Welcome back. We took a week off, took a little bye week, just like all the NFL teams. We need a little break too, but we're back now. We have two weeks worth of new developments in the NFL. A whole lot happened in this past week. We are without Bryce Davis today, so we will miss our Bryce's best. But other than that, we are going to get right into things. We got a whole lot on the docket to talk about today. Bucks injuries piling up for them. A big Patriots-Colts game that we watched this past weekend. Top of the NFC is really heating up and some great games coming up in the week ahead of us. So with all that being said, let's get right into this Patriots-Colts game. First things first, it has to be talked about. I know it's a heated, I know it's a heated topic on the show, but Mac Jones played an absolutely abysmal three quarters. Whoa. Was he was he finally exposed? I know we already had the Bills game where he only got to throw the ball three times. But did but did this game truly expose Mac Jones as, as being a average rookie quarterback? No, because he's not, bro. When we're talking about average. Like he's the best rookie quarterback that's playing right now. And we can all agree on that 100 percent Like he still threw for about 300 yards. Like you can't just all hate on the man's like Carson went through for 50 yards and he got the dub. Like it's it's not about the quarterback all the time. You know what I mean? That's all I got to say. That's fair. But I don't see the thing is he did get 300 yards, but that first half, he would just it it was terrible. Like absolutely terrible. Good quarterbacks tend to not put you in those positions, you know? Yeah, like Lamar. I hate. We're talking <laughs> about the Patriots and Mac Jones here. I'm playing. Yeah, yeah let's I mean, I'll stay on topic. I mean, yeah, Mac Jones didn't play great, but listen, you, you guys saw me uh, change my pick last second. You know, I, I was – I'm not going to say they're going to win every game, but I do think that they're going to win the Super Bowl still. Like, it's the regular season. This doesn't define who they are as a team. You know, great teams lose to really bad teams, as we've seen in the past couple of weeks. Like, we just saw the Bucks; They just lost to the Saints. Saints are trash. We all know that. But when you have Jonathan Taylor run for 170 yards and have a TD, like, you, you just – you can't really beat that, honestly. To be fair, they were containing Jonathan Taylor up until that last 60-yard run. As much as you can contain Jonathan Taylor. Only, what was 103 yards, no touchdown, and – then he ripped off the big one. Yeah, I love how containing him is still over 100 yards. He's such a beast. Well, well, yeah. I mean, this is the other side to this coin because the two the two things that we talk about a lot with the Patriots are how good is Mac Jones really, and then that defense. I think and, I believe the Patriots been winning because of their defense. I mean, they've just before this game they had been on fire. They were allowing what like 12 points a game or something stupid. Well, no, I mean, I totally agree. The defense is excellent. Matthew Judon is excellent. J.C. Jackson and that secondary have been great. And that's Absolutely. even after that's even after they lost stuff on Gilmore. Mm-hmm. They've, they've been amazing. But like Nez just said, they still – I mean, they, they, they gave up over 100 yards to Jonathan Taylor, and we know how great he is. But even before that 60-yard run, it, it was honestly – it was really reminiscent of the Patriots' game plan over the Bills. That's kind of that. That's kind of what the Colts threw at the Patriots this week. You know, yeah, Carson Wentz didn't throw it a whole lot. They ran it at him over and over and over again. And while the average wasn't too impressive until that sixty-seven yard run, it was sort of that repetitive nature. And we're just gonna hit you in the mouth for this game and tire you out. And it's like the Colts defense said, 
we want to make Mac Jones beat us. And they executed that game plan and Mac Jones could not beat them. Yeah, that's fair. I mean, we all know like what the Patriots use best is obviously just their defense. Like if their defense is controlling the game, then they're they'll most likely win the game. Mac Jones is is play, he's playing really really good for like a rookie obviously but I, I don't know they didn't run the ball as much as i as much as they used to at least in the past they couldn't run the ball they tried i mean yeah they only i think they only had 10 carries or something like that i, I, mean, I don't know exactly but i mean that was the colts game plan yeah you know they they want they didn't they didn't want to get beat like how the bills got beat yeah you know it was like let's make mac beat us and mac threw two picks mhm mhm that's I fair mean, he made a little. He made a little push in the fourth quarter, and like in fairness, I didn't think that I didn't think he was capable of that. Yeah. After seeing how he played in those first three quarters, I didn't think there was any way that that they could make any sort of run there at the end. And and they did make a little one. Jonathan Taylor nipped that in the bud, obviously. But mm-hmm. I don't know. I mean, I just think this loss it it drops him to nine and five. It puts him right back in that fray. Obviously, they're still leading the division, but they're in there with all those other AFC teams just vying for a spot. And it be, like it feels to me like the Colts kind of exposed. I mean, they ended the win streak, but it feels like they kind of exposed how you can beat this Patriots team. Well, well yeah, but how many teams have a, uh, a Jonathan Taylor? You know, no one. No one else has a Jonathan Taylor they can just give the ball to and run, you know? The Jags, they're playing the you got the Bills again. They got the Bills, the Jags, and the Dolphins coming up. What team can do that? None. You know. So I mean, yeah. Did they abuse the Patriots defense a lot? And did they abuse Mac Jones? Yeah. But and there's not many teams that can do that. Colts are a very, very good team. Right now, I I mean, I can still see them winning all next three of the games by by a lot, honestly. Switching over to the other side of this, talking a little bit about the Colts, specifically about Jonathan Taylor. He comes in at eighth right now in terms of betting odds to win MVP. What do we think? What do we think of his MVP campaign, his MVP standings after this game? I mean, he got twice, what, like twice as many yards as his quarterback, which according to Ned was top five quarterback. Top 10, top 10. That's okay. Oh, well, okay, cool. He's getting twice as many yards as a top 10 quarterback running the ball. I mean, that's just a wild thing to say. It's not wild. Anyways. It, no, I'm just saying it's like insane numbers that Jonathan Taylor puts Oh, up. yeah, that's insane numbers, 100%. Jonathan Taylor should win MVP. Like, I got 160 yards against the league's best defense. I, that's crazy. It's insane. He's beating every other running back by almost 500 yards. Like, not close. It's not close. I don't. I don't know. The Colts like would not you can be eight split hairs on the quarterbacks in the league, but there is not another running back doing what he's doing. No, no. We had we had a uh, hawk comment on our my video, and he said that oh, you can replace Jonathan Taylor. No, you cannot replace Jonathan Taylor. Shout he, out the hawk, you dummy. Yeah, you're a dummy for thinking that, bro. Yeah, he's insane. He's leading in attempts. Yards and TDs. He's crazy. He's crazy. I mean, yeah, he's I, I try to be a realist when it comes to the MVP and recognize that it's become a quarterback award. And it's probably gonna be a quarterback that's gonna win it again this year. But I think eighth is just absolutely ridiculous. I mean, for starters, most valuable. All right. In games that 
Jonathan Taylor has run over 100 yards in, has rushed for over 100 yards, the Colts are 8-0. When Jonathan Taylor does not run for 100 yards, they're 0-6. And after, after his first three games, or I think he only averaged, I don't know, 50-some yards a game, they went 0-3, and those three, they're 8-3 since then. They're one of the hottest teams in the NFL. And there's, there's – I mean, yeah, it's a great defense. Yeah, there's a great O-line. But it's, it's Jonathan Taylor. He's the reason for their success. And I, I feel like that 67-yard run that just put the game away, that's like – that's an MVP moment. So I feel like eighth is like, – that has to be disrespectful. Who's in, who's in front of them? Can you like, do you have the list in front of you or no? It was uh, – Tom Brady was the leader. Cooper Cup, I don't believe, cracked the top ten. Wild, absolutely insane, all aboard the Cooper the cup train it's truly ridiculous I, I know that aaron Rodgers was ahead patrick mahomes justin herbert um basically just i want to say, say mac jones may have been ahead of him at like seventh really joe burrow joe burrow was up there i mean it, it i don't i really i don't see how jonathan taylor could be any lower than fifth i really don't yeah we gotta think about it like you're telling me there's seven quarterbacks that matter to a team more than jonathan taylor matters to the colts like, there's no shot. Like, without the Colt, without John the Taylor, the Colts would be like, I don't know. They're, they'd be like, I don't know, three and nine or whatever, three and 11, whatever it is. There's no chance. Like, Jonathan Taylor is the Colts. Like, I, I don't know. There's no other way of saying it. Well, moving on, we're going to jump over to the NFC. It's a heated battle over there. Obviously, one of the top contenders coming into the year and throughout the year has been the box. They're coming off a 9 nothing loss to the Saints. Tom Brady not happy about it, throwing the iPad. Hopefully we can start a GoFundMe or something for them to, to buy a new one. Especially with their roster. Exactly. And But the bigger story is, I mean, yeah, you take the 9 nothing loss, but in that game they lose Mike Evans, they lose Chris Godwin, they lose Leonard Fournette. Then it comes out, Chris Godwin's – he's going to miss the rest of the year. Mike Evans – Currently is listed as week to week. Leonard Fournette is expected to be back by the playoffs. But, I mean, who knows if that's optimistic. You know, they'll get Antonio Brown back this week. But are the Bucs, I mean, are they still Super Bowl, Super Bowl contenders with the injuries they have piling up? I mean, you got to think about it. They still have Tom Brady, you know. Can, you can't ever count out a team that has Tom Brady. Can't count out Tom Brady, you know. Uh, are, they, are they in a bad spot right now? Yeah, they're, they're in a rough, rough spot right now. But, you know, week by week, I hate seeing that on, like, ESPN because, you know, if a big game comes up, the team's the team will play them 100%. You know, it. I, I think they'll be fine. I don't know exactly what's going to happen, but you can't count out Tom Brady. He'll, he'll find a way to get him deep in the playoffs for sure. Uh, I think if I have this right, I think if the Bucks win one more game, they've locked their playoff spot. If I'm reading my numbers right here. So, like, are they in danger of missing the playoffs? I don't think so. I think Tom Brady can get another win out easily in three games. But when you lose Godwin Evans, and I think especially Fournette, you're that, – that's half your offense. Like, they don't – Leonard Fournette isn't used as much as Jonathan Taylor, but when the Bucks have used and leaned on – Leonard Fournette, he's been an absolute machine this season. And, like, just having that threat of, 
like Tom Brady and all those receivers in the air and Fournette on the ground is deadly. And we saw that earlier this season. Without that, they just fall flat. Yeah. yeah. I, I mean, it is important to note they've got three games left. They'll play the Panthers twice, and then I believe they get the Jets. So it's not it's not exactly murderer's row. I think we can we can all agree there. I I, I something is telling me they won't go three and zero down the stretch. I feel like they're gonna stub their toe against one of these last three. Honestly, it might be this week at Carolina. And I know I know I'm a Panthers fan. They're not making the playoffs, so it doesn't matter. I just think they blew out a depleted Cardinals team. They have it in them at times. So. I get 100% see the Panthers stealing one, but even with a two and one finish, I mean, yeah, you're not going to get the number one overall seed most likely, but you're going to win the division. You're going to be in a good spot for the playoffs. So, I mean, regular season, I don't think it really matters. It's more so, I think where it becomes important is making sure that you do get Mike Evans and Leonard Fournette back in time for the playoffs. So that's not just optimistic and that those guys are actually ready to hit the ground running when when we get to the end of the regular season and and it's it's playoff time yeah i mean uh the bucks also just picked up Le'Veon bell you know he used Ooh. to be a he used to be a baller you know so and i think it's what ronald jones is that correct ronald jones the second yeah he's ronald, ronald jones was a starter last year yeah i mean, I, I really like ronald jones but if to be honest if they're picking up Le'Veon bell i think that's a pretty big sign of danger, in my opinion. With the Ravens, with all their troubles at running back, drops Le'Veon Bell, and the Bucks are picking him up. That worries me a bit for the Bucks. Yeah, apparently, uh, I'm reading something right now. It says the Bucks were the only team that made him want to play again. Apparently, he didn't want to play on the other teams that he was been on in the past. I guess the Ravens. I don't know. He's been he's been boxing. Apparently, apparently, the Bucks are the only team that he wanted to play for and now he wants to play so maybe he'll ball out when he comes but you never know well yeah he challenged jake paul to a fight the other day <laughs> and, and then the box picked him up i mean yeah i don't oh, know no. box hasn't been going good for the football players sorry frank yeah frank gore got absolutely rocked by darren williams so nba over the nfl there but yeah i mean i i don't know i mean i, I think these injuries are important i do i mean you have to look at somebody like the ravens i guess Injuries, obviously, there's – I don't know if you could find a team that's been more depleted by injuries throughout the year than the Ravens. I mean, we can just go on and on. Ronnie Stanley, J.K. Dobbins, Marcus Peters, uh, Marlon Humphrey, Lamar Jackson, although he might be back this week. But, I mean, these are insanely important guys missing from a roster, and they lose by one against the Packers. So, I mean, they're all, they're all professional football players. And look at what the Packers are able to do with only one star receiver. That's basically what Tom Brady's dealing with now. And personally, I, I don't I don't think it's gonna matter too much. At least not in the regular season. I don't think it's I don't think it's really gonna matter in the playoffs either. Yeah, I think you raise a good point. I think the Ravens have showed that just like having an attitude and a culture of like putting in the effort and when you're asked to step up, like you step up, that works and when you have Tom Brady on a team, that team doesn't just have a we want to work mindset. They have a we want to win mindset. You don't play with Tom Brady and don't ex- you don't play with Tom Brady and expect to not win, you know? Yeah, 100%. And and looking at what the Bucs are going to enter the playoffs with, 
or at least or at least go through the next few weeks with. It's all right. You have Tom Brady. You have running back by committee with no stars. You have one really good tight end, or you have Gronk at tight end, and then you've got one really good receiver, and you've got a really solid defense. That sounds a lot like the Patriots teams that were constructed with which Tom Brady won his first six Super Bowls. So I don't know. I don't feel like there's I don't feel like there's a whole lot of reason to be worried if I'm a Bucks fan. No, there's definitely you shouldn't be worried right now. I mean, you, you look at the situation, you're like, oh, we're in a not a good spot, but we have we have the players still like their team, their roster is just stacked. Like I know they have a lot of starters out, but their second, third string guys are still very, very good professional football players and they should not be counted out. Uh, yeah, it's 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 hard to see them like just choke hard and not be able to win another game. Like they have Tom Brady, they have really solid, solid defense. They have a ton of guys that can just ball out anytime. Obviously, kind of still staying in the NFC. Bucks, one of those contenders. It's it's heating up out there. I, I think that there's a lot. I think there's we're starting to learn a lot about some of these squads that that will be competing for the NFC title. I think you've got still sort of that same five teams that you could label as sort of the front runners. The Packers currently lead by record, but are they distancing themselves truly like in their level of play or have they distanced themselves from the rest of the competitors in the NFC, at least at the moment? I mean, obviously they're a very good team, but the Packers, they almost lost the Ravens and they had to cap their team out. So it's like, yeah, they're good and they got the win, but still scary, you know. But uh, also, I can see almost any team losing to any team at any time. So it's like you never know. It's it's hard to say, but yeah, I don't know if they're they've distanced themselves, but they definitely have a good resume for sure. Yeah, I mean they they have wins over the Rams, uh, over the Niners, over the Bengals. You know, they lost to the Chiefs, but no Aaron Rodgers. So, you know, just got to win this past week against the Ravens. Obviously, a depleted Ravens team, but it was a competitive game. So I think they do have one of the stronger resumes. Uh, absolutely. And if you ask me right now, especially with with some of these injuries to the Bucs, well, I'm not too worried long term for the Bucs. Like, I don't think it necessarily changes who they are or their ability to reach the Super Bowl. I just think that even if the Bucs are healthy, I think the Packers might just be the better team. It's close. It's really cool. I mean, the Rams have looked great the last couple of weeks. But you know, it, it's hard to imagine an NFC championship game this year that wouldn't feature the Packers at this point. They're just they've just been dominant other than a few close or a few rough games, sure, but everyone has them and the games they win, they they win, you know. The Packers have just looked really good. They're the only team to clinch a spot so far. They only have three losses for a reason. And sure, there's a, all the top teams in the NFC, all the teams that have 10 or more wins, I could easily see in the NFC championship game. But out of all those, I think the Packers definitely have the best shot. Yeah, and I think at this point, it's almost a guarantee that either the Bucs or the Packers, if not both, will play in that NFC Championship game. 
I mean, I, I definitely think the Rams could reach it. I'm still not sold on the Cowboys and the Cardinals are, I mean, they appear to be trending in the wrong direction. So I don't know about them, but I mean, we'll just have to see as we come down the stretch here, but Packers are playing some good football. If you, t- I mean, if you look at week two on in terms of Aaron Rodgers stats, in terms of when long, I mean, they're 11 and two since week two. I mean, that, that was mm-hmm. a weird game against the Saints to start the year, but they have been nearly flawless since then. One of those two losses came without Aaron Rodgers. So, and their last three games, they played the Falcons and the Seahawks, who both of these teams just had struggles throughout the season. But to be fair, their last game, they do play the Detroit Lions. So God bless the Packers that game. The Lions are coming back with a vengeance. The surging Lions, they defeated the Cardinals this past weekend. We're going to take a quick break. When we come back, we got a Nunez hot take. We're going to break down a little bit of this Colts-Cardinals game. See what we think of the Cardinals rebounding after that loss from the Lions. We got Patriots and Bills part two. We got all that to talk about when we come back, so don't go anywhere. What's up, guys? Um... And on to the second segment, we're going to start off with my hot take. You know, past couple of weeks, I've been doing a team or, you know, an upset for this week. I am actually going to hit on a player here. Um, you know, we've been talking about MVP standings, and there's a couple of names that are commonly thrown in there, like Tom Brady, you know, Patrick Mahomes. But I think there's one per- one one person who I think gets overhyped, and that is Aaron Rodgers. I hate this guy. I don't okay. I don't hate him, but he should not be in the MVP standings at all. Like, I I, I don't see. Listen, I'm a stat guy. You know, yes, I know they're leading their the leading everything right now and wins whatever. But as an individual, he's not doing anything spectacular. Yes, he is. He's got the lowest picks. I'll give him that. Okay, he's 30 for four. That's really good stat. But other than that, like yards, trash. Uh, I mean, touchdowns, he's not even leading in touchdowns. Uh, I mean, he's like over a thousand yards behind Tom Brady in, in yards. It's, it's, there's, there's nothing here that is giving me an MVP extending. I need, I need to see more proof. Like once again, I can see Kirk Cousins winning it over Aaron Rodgers here. And that's all I'm going to say. What do you guys think? Okay. First off, this is, this is a horrible take. This is, no, this is absolutely this is terrible. Why? I, this, Why do you say this? Why? Oh, all right. First of all, with, with your with your whole, I'm a stats guy. I I, I'm like, I can't sit here and allow you to just breeze over the fact that Aaron Rodgers has 30 touchdowns to four interceptions. That is that's it. That is insane. Kirk Cousins doesn't even have that. He's 29 and six. Oh, you want to compare him to Kirk Cousins? I'm just I'm just saying because you brought him up. Second of all. If we take away the the abysmal start to this year, the week one performance, where he went zero touchdowns, two picks, in the last 13 weeks, the last 13 games, Aaron Rodgers has thrown for 30 touchdowns and two interceptions. Okay, but he's only thrown for 3,400 yards when everyone else, there's like six quarterbacks with over 4,000 or five. He, he Okay, well, he missed a game. Okay, he's still, he not, in the, game. He's still not 4,000. And when we when we look at yards per game, he moves up from tenth into eighth. Oh wow! 
Okay, well, that hey, it's not all about the yards, buddy. It's also about things, oh, I don't know, like quarterback rating, a little thing called QBR, in which he is number one in the league by over a full point. He's completing about 68% of his passes. That's higher than Tom Brady. That's like the whole top 10, bro, chill. QBR is higher than Tom Brady. His, his touchdown to interception ratio is better than anyone's. He has less interceptions thrown than any other starting quarterback. Nice. You're telling, okay, listen, listen, listen here. Listen here. He has the best record in the NFL. He's 11 and 2 when I didn't, he's played. I didn't know Aaron Joe, Aaron Rodgers is the, the Packers because he's not. The whole team, the whole team is good other than just him. Quarterback like, wins. Quarterback wins is a thing. It matters. Mm. Why do we all love Tom Brady? He doesn't have the most impressive stats of anybody all time. Peyton Manning's are better. Drew Brees's are better. Yeah. But neither of them have seven Super Bowls. I understand that, but Drew Brees, he's won MVP, hasn't he? Yeah. This is I'm talking about MVP. I'm not talking Super Bowl. Aaron right? Rodgers has three of those. See, same same as Tom that. Brady. We can all agree that if Jonathan Taylor was not on the Colts, you can't replace him, and the Colts wouldn't be the same team this year. Yeah. I don't think there's another quarterback in the league that you could replace for Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers mm. – no, is the only quarterback for the Packers this year. No one else could do that good of a job as him. I, you're wrong. I say you can put five quarterbacks that can just do the same job Aaron Rodgers can do. No, no, no. I 100%. think I think I think Connor's right here. I think Connor is absolutely right here. I think that outside, I'll maybe give you Tom Brady, but even there, there have been some inexplicably awful games for Tom Brady. It, it, it's been highs and lows for Brady. We just saw one of his lows. Obviously, he's had some really good games. He's had, I think, two or three games where he's thrown five, uh, for five or more touchdowns, which that's great. But when I look at Aaron Rodgers, I see consistency. I see the best record in football. I see, I, I, I see good stats across the board. I, yes, he's not. He doesn't have the most yards of anybody. The, th- but the, the he's thing still that top I, 10 I, in the that, NFL, that I... and that's 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 his lowest ranking of anything. I know, and it's way down there, bro. Tenth. Tenth is yeah. Ten is way down there for you. If you're going for MVP, yeah, it's pretty down That's his there. Worst. Okay. Well, I mean, if we look at Tom Brady, yeah, he leads the league in touchdowns. He leads the league in, excuse me, he leads the league in yards. Yeah. But his touchdown to interception ratio, thirty six to eleven, not quite as good as thirty to four. His QBR, sixty four versus sixty seven. Very hard to lose games. I understand that, but what I'm saying and, here, and bro, he's listen. he's working he's working with three all world caliber receivers plus Gronk when he's healthy. Tom Brady, Tom Brady has Devontae Adams, and he's got he's got some good running backs. You're acting like Aaron Rodgers has no one to play with, bro. Well, well, no, he, he does. He has he has I, he has who I think is a top two receiver in the NFL at worst. Devontae Adams, yeah, and Devontae Adams, and he's got he's got two really good running backs. Yeah. I mean, he has mm-hmm. is just as much as what Tom Brady has, I'd say, honestly. What? Okay, maybe not. Chris as much. Godwin, Mike Evans, Gronk. But on the running back side, on Gronk. the running back Leonard side. Leonard Fournette like, is better than both the Green Bay's running backs. That's okay. true. I don't know about that. I'm not, a, I'm not a big Leonard Fournette guy. Honestly. And AJ, AJ Dillon is still blossoming. He's young. True. true. I don't know, man. I, I, I think he's overrated. I'm going to say, like, it's like, there's stats stats just don't say he's like the best quarterback in the league right now and all right but but i mean interceptions yeah okay i'll give him interceptions yeah okay he he has he has a he's 
completing more of his passes than Tom Brady. Higher percentage. Okay. It's, it's by like point five. His quarterback rating is be- that that's that's a difference over the span of an entire season. These guys are throwing four hundred plus passes. Do you know why his QBR is better? It's just, it's literally only because of the picks. Like it's that's it. Like yeah, that's why it's different. Lose games, i.e. Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs the first five games of the season. If I hate to admit it, he's right. And we also let's not ignore the fact that Tom Brady has thrown hundred and fifty more passes than Aaron Rodgers has. So obviously he's gonna he's going to have more yards. He's going to have considerably more yards. Well, yeah, but that's that. I mean, Joe Burrow has less less attempts, and he still has more yards. I mean, I just think who would you say has been the best quarterback in football this year? Tom Brady, probably, probably Tom Brady. Yeah. Okay. So Tom Brady, Tom Brady has he has more intercept or he has more touchdowns and he has more yards. Yeah. Aaron Rodgers is better in literally every other category. Completion percentage, yards okay. per Dude, attempt. Stop. Throw out the completion percentage. It's literally 0.7. Touch, touchdown to interception ratio. Fewer interceptions. Like, better record. Higher QBR. Let's think about his, yeah. Those let's are, think about in, his those are MVP number. stats. No. Yeah, for Tom Brady, yeah. Because Tom Brady is... No, no what, what, I'm, what I'm saying is if I'm evaluating an MVP... I mean, Connor, Connor, because we're in agreement here. <laughs> so I'm yeah. going to direct this at you. So if I'm evaluating an MVP, I think, I think that I would want an accurate quarterback. I think that yes. I would want an efficient quarterback. I think I would want one with a high QBR and with the most wins of any quarterback in football. And he's not just a highly efficient. He's not just effective. He's safe. He has thrown fewer picks than Russell Wilson, who had finger surgery this season. Taysom Hill, who's only played, what, four games? He's has the same amount of interceptions as Cam Newton, who has also played a third of the season. And Aaron Rodgers has missed a game. Yeah. Like the fact that he has played that many games and thrown that many passes and he's only thrown four picks in the NFL is wild. Okay, but Kirk Cousins has thrown six. We're not comparing them to. Yeah, because no. Kirk doesn't win. What do you mean Kirk doesn't win? He does he has better stats, just as good stats as Aaron Rodgers. They put him Not on different teams. Record. You put him on different teams. I'm, I guarantee you that records would be the same if they're just Kirk flopped. Go to the playoffs? All right. Kirk will make the playoffs, though. No, all right. I, I don't even want to get into the Kirk Cousins debate because it's going to take us to the same place as the Tom Brady debate, except for the fact that Aaron Rodgers uh, is better is than Kirk Cousins. Playoffs. What? Well, I mean, it, it's the same debate. Aaron Rodgers is better Aaron, at more things Aaron than Kirk Rogers Cousins. Aaron Rodgers has thrown the ball 300 times. And- he cut out. Like he's just better at winning than Kirk Cousins. Like no one can deny that. Okay, that's I mean and, that's fair, but and if 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 yards, if just everyone watching the Packers game and every the sports commentator, everyone at home, everyone knows if you are up by three points against Aaron Rodgers when he gets the ball with more than a minute on the clock, you are in trouble. I can and say that about like is, twenty quarterbacks, bro. I could not. Tom Brady. I would say even about Matt Stafford. I could say about Patrick Mahomes. I would even say it for Josh Allen. I mean, like, there's multiple teams. Okay, maybe not Josh you, Allen, but you are. There's, there's multiple t- players. Like, I would even no, say see, against those Lamar. players, you're worried about it. Aaron Rodgers, you almost no feel shot. like it's a guarantee. No, no. Tom Brady, like, I'm not worried. Matt Stafford, like, I'm a little worried just because I'm a Rams fan, but like, he's a ball and he's doing better. I, I think Matt Stafford's doing better than Aaron Rodgers, honestly. All right. Matt Stafford's almost thrown as many picks in a game as Aaron Rodgers the whole season. 
Okay, but he's 35 for 10. It's like, it's not like he's doing, like, he has less picks than Tom Brady. All right. The, the last thing, the last thing I want to say on this, if, if yards are so important, Tom Brady has less than 200 or yeah, less than 200 more yards than Derek Carr. Yeah. Derek Carr is balling out. No, he's not. He because when, I, when we look at Derek Carr's other stats, he has 19 touchdowns to 11 interceptions. He's his team is seven and seven. He has a QBR of 53.4. It, it, oh. It's just, he's, he's not, yeah, he's thrown a lot of yards. Yeah, he's not. He's he's definitely played well, but that's that's nowhere near MVP level. But he's thrown for as many yards almost as Tom Brady. I mean, yeah. and we can we can say the same thing. We can say the same thing about touchdowns. I didn't Josh say Allen, it was all about yards. I didn't say one it was more all about thing, yards, bro. One thing we haven't discussed is Aaron Rodgers is playing with a broken pinky toe right now. Okay, he, he's he could have chosen to get on surgery and he would have not played anymore. Like he's doing all this. With a broken toe on the foot, he puts weight into when bro, he throws. You really, you really think this man can feel it? Honestly, he's running the ball better than him. Bro, there's no, there's no shot this man actually can feel it when he's playing, bro. He, the drill ends up, bro. He's fine. I'm telling you. Anyways, well, I'm moving on. Tom Brady, 36 touchdowns. You can't. I'm not comparing him to Derek Carr. Like Derek Carr, 19 touchdowns. Obviously, trash that. But there's so many more quarterbacks have more touchdowns than Aaron Rodgers. It's not like I'm just comparing one. There's there's what four or five right here. Oh, there's so many. Yeah, a whole four of them, and all four of them have at least ten interceptions. Tom Brady has four. Or excuse me, Aaron Rodgers has four. Okay, so your one stat is just based off interceptions. That's it's no, no. I'm saying I'm saying all right. Touchdowns, two interceptions. There there are five. There are currently excuse me. There are currently six quarterbacks right now through through week fifteen that have thirty touchdowns. Mm -hmm. One of them. Only one has thrown less than 10 interceptions. In fact, he's thrown less than five interceptions. All right, Aaron Rodgers, 30 touchdowns, four picks. They all, the, the next lowest number of interceptions among a quarterback that's thrown for 30 touchdowns is Matt Stafford at 35 to 10. Mm -hmm. I, I see. I don't, I don't know what you're getting at here. This, it's like Connor said, this matter. These are the stats that matter. Anybody you're, can you're go out there. He's basing it off interceptions, bro. No, we're not. We're basing it off QBR. We're basing it off QBR is literally. Percentage. We're basing okay. it off. We're be, we're basing it off number of wins. Completion comp percentage is the same within the top ten, basically. Just throw that, throw that stat out. I'm not saying completion percentage on its own should matter. I'm just saying if we're comparing the two of them and one it's of them a has a better completion percentage, that matters. The holistic view. I'm looking at it. The only thing that is different different between. Aaron Rodgers and all the other quarterbacks is that he's thrown for has thrown for four interceptions and that's so he, it. You you just said he's the same as the other quarterbacks, but he's thrown less picks, which sounds like he's better. No, he's not the same me. because he has less touchdowns, less yards, and that's all he has is four picks. That's his good stat. I mean, obviously other good stats, but he doesn't turn the ball over. He has over he has thirty six touchdowns, six fewer picks, but also six fewer. He has six fewer touchdowns, but six fewer interceptions. I. I think that matters. It does matter. It does matter. But I'm saying that there's other quarterbacks. I mean, he also has a thousand less yards. I mean, that that should be a stat that's out there for sure. He is efficient. He is accurate. He is a winner, and he does not turn the ball over. And Tom Brady is a winner, right? That sound, that that sounds like okay. Yeah, okay. let's let's go through this checklist for Tom Brady. He is less accurate. He has won less games. Less accurate. I like yeah, less accurate. Oh, by 0.08. Yeah, my bad. My bad. My bad. Well, he's he's less accurate. 
He has won less games. He is less efficient. I don't even remember what the fourth thing was. That, oh, he turns the ball over more. These are but, important. Com- but he also now, has more touchdowns, more yards, more yards a game, obviously, because we're throwing those stats out because we put two and one for some reason, like interceptions and QBR, because obviously it's going to be higher. Um, I mean, what do you what, I mean? What do you QBR want? isn't just some made up? It's based off. It's based matter. off it's, yards. It's based off yards. And picks and all these different and things. Touchdowns, touchdowns, yeah. It's all it's, it it's is a holistic view and weighted view of the stats that matter for quarterback. I understand. Proven effective. And there's a reason Aaron Rodgers has the highest. Mm. See, I just disagree because once he let listen, once he goes and has one bad game, let's say he throws like three picks one game, right? Well, he won't. Okay. Well, let's say he's the MVP. No, he's not the MVP. Anyways, so when he throws three picks one game. Right, his his QBR is going to drop a little hundred. I hope you guys know that, right? Well, yeah, it's, just... it's I mean, well, passer rating. I mean, QBR passer rating, yeah, passer rating. passer rating is what I'm saying. But I mean, yeah, when we're talking about passer rating, Aaron Rodgers is also number one in the NFL in that too. So, because I mean, QBR and passer rating is like basically the same thing, if you look at it, basically, yeah. But anyway, okay, so QBR, let's say he's at 67 right now. He throws three picks. He's probably at like 61. And then you have like four or five quarterbacks in front of you. Yes, yeah. it, yes, that's no. really going to happen. I don't no, think you understand yeah, how much. The thing is Aaron Rodgers isn't going to throw the three picks. He will that's throw not three picks. Happen. It will happen. All right. Well, bottom line, Jonathan Taylor is better than both of them and more yeah. valuable than both of them. Right. We, can agree. So, that's fair we can agree on that. So, so with that, let's, let's move on to previewing Colts Cardinals. I'm not going to spend too much time on this, but we all love to talk about Jonathan Taylor. And this, uh, this appears to be a very important game coming up in a super busy week 16. So, I mean, we got two totally different teams going at it here. Colts, they, I mean, they're in the total middle of one of the wildest and closest uh, playoff uh, playoff runs among, you know, in, in the AFC, maybe of all time. The Cardinals on the other side, they, they're on a backslide. I mean, they just lost to the Lions. It's looking grim. I mean, DeAndre Hopkins is out. They're missing some pieces on defense. Kyler Murray has not looked great since he came back from the injury. So we ask this question a lot when we're previewing games, but I'll throw it to Nez first, our NFC guy. Who needs this one more? Over the Colts and the Cardinals, honestly, this is, this is a tough question. Um, <laughs> I would probably say the Cardinals, honestly. I, I think the Colts got this. I think they're going to win the game, the Colts. But um, – I see the Titans not, you know, just kind of losing out because they're trash. But uh, the Cardinals, if they want, you know, home field, actually, they can't. Can they get home field because of Green Bay? I don't really know how that works. They would need, they would essentially, if they won out, if they went three and oh, and Green Bay went either 0 and three or one and two, then yeah, they could get it. But okay, tiebreaker would go to Green Bay if they end up with the same record. Okay, never mind then. I'm gonna say the Colts actually need this game more, more like looking deeper into it, just because the Colts are still not the first seed in the AFC South. Uh, I mean the Titans, I, I they're they're trending downwards, but the Colts need to win still to pa- pass them. You know, it's not a free division by any means, but it's also really close in the AFC. You know, the best team has ten wins as we talked about earlier, but um. Yeah, I'm going to say the Colts need this more, but I'm also confident that the Colts are still going to win this game. I think I'd have to agree. I think the Colts definitely need this because just looking at the AFC, it is absolutely nose-to-nose 
looking at it, there are five teams, eight and six, one of them being the Colts. Four of those aren't the top seed. So it's wildly close. Any game, any loss could be the end of the season for any of these teams. So I think they don't have ground to give, whereas the Cardinals, sure, they might lose their top seed. But I think the Cardinals, at this point, they can find a way to win a game or two, and they'll be just fine going to the playoff spots. The Colts, they're in danger of not going to the playoff. Yeah, I mean, yeah, that's a great point. I, I think, what is it right now? There's, there's about 13 teams, I think, still alive in the AFC, and, and not just a lot, I mean, with legitimate shots at making the playoffs. So, yeah, I mean, every win is super important as we come down the stretch here, and the, the Colts are no exception. They're currently the sixth seed, but, I mean, that's, that's likely going to change a whole lot as, as we come down the last few weeks here, but let's, let's stay in the AFC Patriots bills part two. I feel like we've, I feel like we've learned a little bit about Mac Jones in these last two games, the the first one against the bills. And then this past weekend against the Colts, do we think that the Patriots game plan will change for the second meeting from, from how they, how they attack that bills defense in, in their, in their first contest? Um, honestly, it's going to be, I don't know, like, obviously the last game was extremely boring. Like the Patriots, they just ran the ball the whole time and the Bills they didn't really know what to do. So obviously the Bills have seen that. So I don't know if they're going to go back to that or if they're going to try it again or in, or they're going to do something new. I don't know. Uh, I think it's going to be interesting to see. I, I, I think the Patriots are going to win, but, and the Bills, the Bills need this win though. Because if they go eight and seven, they're they're getting close to being bumped out of the playoffs, and that would be scary to see. Yeah, I think I mostly agree. Uh, it's Bill Belichick, so I have no. He might just hit him with the same game plan if that's working. Maybe it won't, and if it won't doesn't work, I'm sure Bill has some plan figured out for the Bills already. He's a football mastermind, best coach in the league, in my opinion, and like. I think he has the Bills number in this game. Yeah, I mean, Nez does point out a big point, though, like we just talked about with how, how close things are in the AFC. Right. I mean, do the Bills, do they really have a shot at the playoffs with a loss? I, I mean, I know I know their schedule's a little easier, you know, after this one. But, well, I mean, with how many teams we have at 7-7, seven and seven, with the number of those teams that the Bills have lost to, they're not going to be favored in a whole lot of tiebreakers. And I – a loss is likely going to bump them out. They're the seven seed right now, and I, it's going to be tough. I mean, if you fall out at this point, I just feel like it's going to be tough to claw your way back in with only two weeks to go. So I, I, do we think that the Bills I mean, have a shot yeah. with a loss this weekend? Um, they still have a shot because they play the Falcons and the Jets. So, I mean, if they win those, they go, what, 10 and 7? That makes the playoffs. So I don't know. I'm – I mean, they'll probably still make it, but it's it would it would be scary because they could, if they do lose the next two games, they're definitely I, I would say they're out, right? Like you can't get in with eight wins, so I I, I don't think at least I could be wrong. No, you you not you can't make it in with eight wins, not in this AFC. I mean, they're, every every contender right now has seven wins. The okay. Bills are one. Of five teams at eight and six, the other teams still in contention all have seven wins. Yeah, so. it, it'll it'll take at least nine. 
and nine mm. might not get you there. I mean, the, the AFC the, that is going to be really interesting to see in the playoffs. I mean, it, with the injuries you have over there, obviously now you got players missing with with COVID and whatnot. So I, it's going to be interesting. The AFC. I we'll get into it a little bit with my power rankings coming up here, but who knows? As I mean, the Ravens. Chiefs, the Chiefs appear to be the best at the moment, but I mean, who knows? Man, it's frightening. But as but Ravens fan, says the Ravens can't get hot, and and I mean, That's, they definitely can. But the scary part is it's starting to get to that point where all of these teams have to win probably at least two of their next three games to make the playoffs because the I think the race is that tight. Heck, the Broncos. And the Dolphins are still in it. The Raiders, yeah. I mean, they're, they're totally in it. The Browns. Like the teams that are out are out. But it's after it's not close there. But after that, every other team has a legitimate shot of making the playoffs. Yeah. I think these next three games are going to shake things up. And I think every game matters. Yeah. Well, there's a whole lot more that, that remains to be seen. As we come down the stretch here, it, it serves. I mean, it, it should definitely be a super fun last three weeks of this season. Certainly got a lot of good games and a whole lot at stake for all these teams, particularly in the AFC. So we're going to take one more break. We'll come back and do some power rankings, locks and upsets, do a couple game picks, get you ready for the action to come in week 16. That is all coming up when we come back. Welcome back, world's best segment coming up here. My very own power rankings updated for the people each and every week. Work so hard on them. And guys, I know we were just talking about it. I really, I think, I think this might be the best edition yet. And I like all of my editions of the power rankings because I truly, I truly believe every week that I've nailed it. But I, I especially think that this one's on the money and I'm, I'm very happy with it. So with that being said, let's dive right in. Outside looking in, first, as always, we got three teams crowded around the window looking in. 49ers, Ravens, Titans. We got a lot of injuries piling up for the Ravens and the Titans, but they keep finding ways to kind of stay in the hunt. You know, the Ravens are in a little bit of a skid, but they are staying in these games, playing great teams like the Packers right down to the wire. Titans coming off a loss as well, but I mean, come on, they're nine and five and they're winning games without Derrick Henry. The 49ers, I truly believe, are a scary team in the NFC. They might even make a run to the NFC Championship game. I could totally see that happening. But at eight and six right now, I'm just I'm not ready to put them in the top ten just yet. But they are my top team in the outside looking in category. Moving into that top ten at number ten. I know you guys are mad about this, but they're eight and six. They take care of business against the bad teams, not named the Jaguars. Let's go, Buffalo Bills. There's a lot to be desired. Josh Allen, inconsistent. Bills, inconsistent. Please get Stefan Diggs involved more. But they got a legitimate shot at the playoffs. They could take over the lead in their division with a win over the Patriots this weekend. So they're at 10. At number nine, the Chargers. Coming off one of the more impressive losses we've seen all, all, all year. Maybe one of the more impressive losses I can remember. And impressive loss in the sense that they should have honestly won this game. 
I'm a believer in the Chiefs. I like it when the Chiefs win because we get to talk trash to our friend Connor. But I mean, Brandon Staley, what are you doing? Stop, stop going for it. You don't, you can kick field goals. You don't have to go for it on fourth down every single time. But the Chargers are at number nine, rolling right into number eight. That is the New England Patriots. They fall out of the top five after, let's call it what it was, an embarrassing loss to the Indianapolis Colts. Jonathan Taylor, while they slowed him down, I guess you could say, he got the job done in the end, rattled off that impressive 67-yard run, showing off that speed, took care of business, and he has the Colts in at number seven. They are now eight and six after an 0-3 start. They're looking a lot like my fantasy team. Shout out Corbin's mustache. But we'll see if they have a better fate than my fantasy team did, which just lost in the semifinals to Connor's boys. Congratulations to Connor there. But he's not going to like these power rankings when we get up to, I don't know, number two. For now, let's get to number six. That's the Cardinals at 10 and four. They just lost to the Lions. You can't be in my top five if you lose to the Lions. Nez argued that maybe they shouldn't be in the top 10, but I'm not gonna, I'm not ready to make that jump yet. So Cardinals at number six, Kyler Murray needs to start playing a little better, but they are a 10-win team. They're right in the thick of things in the NFC, so I'm not too, too concerned. Into the top five, making their first ever appearance is the Dallas Cowboys. I was really worried about them two weeks ago. Over the last two weeks, they have taken care of business. They are up to 10 and four now. Uh, I mean, they're on, they're on a little three-game win streak, so I don't have a whole lot bad to say about the Cowboys at the moment. I still don't trust them in the playoffs. I don't think I ever will, but we know Dak's good. We know they got a good running game. They got star receivers, and they have a pretty solid defense, so Cowboys at five. At number four, here you go, Nez. The Rams, they're back in the top five. They've looked absolutely phenomenal the last couple weeks. This game against the Seahawks last night was a little closer than I would have thought, but it's still a quality division win. There's not a whole lot bad you can say about the Rams last couple weeks. Cooper Cup's been phenomenal. Rams are rolling. At number three is the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Coming off a 9-0 loss, loses them their number one spot. 10-4, and a couple of injuries that, I don't know, maybe they worry me, maybe they don't. We'll have to see how it plays out, but a really favorable schedule down the stretch here. So they sit at number three. And now with their highest ranking since we have started the show at number two, the Kansas City Chiefs. Connor, I'm sorry, but I can't argue with the facts. They're 10 and four. They're the only 10 win team in the AFC. I really don't see how any other team in that conference could possibly beat them out for the number one spot. And I still don't think they've played their best football. Chiefs, they gotta be at number two and at number one. I toyed with maybe putting the Chiefs number one because they did get the head-to-head win. And then I was like, oh wait, the future MVP and last year's reigning MVP didn't play in that game, Aaron Rodgers. So he and his Packers take my number one spot. They got the best record in the NFL. They've looked like the best team, honestly, since week two. And I, I really, they're, they're the one team I, I can't find that many faults in. It's great defense. And I mean, a surprising defense to say the least. Devontae Adams has been spectacular and they got a great running back duo. Aaron Rodgers has been fantastic. So they sit at number one guys pick it apart but i i don't i don't see any flaws here personally man you really got the patriots down low though one loss the colts and they get bumped down what is that three four spots three spots only three they were they were there at five last week all right well we'll see we'll see how this works out but it wasn't just a loss to the colts let's be real 
They they lost pretty handily to the Colts. They lost by 10. You know, that's not that bad. They made a little run at the end. But Jonathan Taylor still had his way. They outlined they outlined a game plan on on how to beat the Patriots, who I mean give them their flowers. They'd won seven in a row before this game. Colts didn't seem too bothered by it. They said, let's make Mac Jones beat us, and Mac Jones couldn't beat him, so got to yeah. drop him. Fair enough. Uh, but, yeah, I mean, for the most part, I like this. I like it. Yeah, quite honestly, I think the only thing I could see is probably the 49ers in the top 10 instead of the Bills because the 49ers have been hot as of late. But other than that, good job, Sam Graham. I, I guess – I don't know. I have, I have no words, honestly. I mean, I, I, I'm pleased with the work I did this week where we're, I think we've been able to find out a little bit about a lot of these teams in the, in the last several weeks. Um, they're, they're making my job a little bit easier. I, I, I think the most important thing that I noted when I, when I threw this list together, the Colts, my second highest ranked AFC team. And to be honest with you, I, I believe it. I think the Colts might be the biggest threat to the Chiefs right now. Just throwing that out there. I don't know if we want to debate it. Mm-hmm. Chargers played them tough. Patriots could probably play them tough, but Colts might be your number two, might be your number two contenders in the AFC, if you ask me. They're up there. I mean, for sure. The Colts are legit. I mean, they have a lot of, you know, they have a lot of parts that work together pretty well. If it comes down to it, let's be, if I'm thinking about it, like the Chiefs defense stopped Jonathan Taylor. I sure don't think so. Chiefs defense is really good, bro. They've been playing very well, but the Patriots defense is the best in the league, and even they couldn't stop them. That's fair. That's fair, yeah. I don't know if anybody can stop Jonathan Taylor, so I think it's got to be about slowing him down and putting up enough points on the other end. Which Chiefs well, can do that, but I don't, I don't know. It's... They can, but we got to see it against somebody other than the Raiders. I mean – I'm still high on the Chiefs. I think they're a little more well-rounded than they've been the last couple of years, but I, I still think we could see a little bit more out of Patrick Mahomes personally and that and that offense. I think they're still underachieving. Don't worry. I, I agree with you there. I know you do. I know you do. But to be fair, the Chiefs, they completely turned it around this season, you know. They fixed the turnovers. They fixed the penalties. They fixed all those problems they were having. The, they're still not connecting on a lot of the plays. There's still some – kinks to iron out for playoffs but they've looked much better than they did by when they beat the Giants by three yeah I mean I, I think we can all finally agree that we got to put them as the top as the top team in the AFC for now for now I know I know we we've been having a lot of arg, uh, a lot of arguments between them and the Patriots but it's, I, I think it's got to be the Chiefs here at the moment we'll see we'll see well, when they match up in the playoffs it'll it'll be good good to watch. Mm-hmm. Well, we could definitely still see it, but for now, let's let's focus on week 16. Connor, locks and upsets, what do we got? Yes, sir. Well, for the locks, we're going to start out with probably the what some would say is the beginning of the week, which there are none of those in the NFL, so God knows it'll be wrong. But I have the Chargers beating the Texans. Chargers and Justin Herbert have been on fire other than some very dumb fourth down calls instead of field goals, some very dumb red zone calls, not giving it to Austin Eckler, who's just had an absolute nose for the end zone this year, having fumbles, don't get me started. The 
Chargers have been amazing. They played great against the Chiefs. The Texans are the Texans. We know what they are this season, and I think the Chargers take a dub this, this week. After that, I have the Packers beating the Browns. It's a very similar story. The Browns, the wheels have been falling off of a car that was already questionable at best, and the Packers, number one team in the NFC, probably number one team in the NFL right now, according to some. I don't see how the Packers don't win this game. Lastly, for the locks, I got Cowboys over Washington. Ignore what Sam Graham and Nez think. Washington, not good. Cowboys, pretty good. There's no way the Cowboys lose this game. Now, for the upsets. Uh, there's a few this week. There's a few. First, I think the Dolphins are going to beat the Saints. The Dolphins have miraculously found their way to hunting for a playoff spot. They need every win they can get. Any loss probably would be the end of the season for them. And they've been playing pretty good so far the past few games. I think uh, the Ravens end up beating the Bengals this week. Uh, Ravens all season, we've seen their specialty has come from behind wins. They know how to play down. They know how to be the underdogs. and They're finally not the number one seed, so maybe they can play four quarters now. Finally, and I'm... I'm either sorry or you're welcome, Nez. I can see the Vikings beating the Rams this week. Why? The Rams have been playing pretty good. That worries me. I don't think they can keep this level of consistency. Just like Nez changing his pick on the Patriots, everyone's got to have a bump for the playoffs. I think in the Vikings, they don't know how to win or lose a game that isn't within one possession. Every game, it seems, no matter who they're playing, the Vikings are close. I I can see the Vikings winning one. That uh, wraps yeah. up. Okay. That wraps up Connor's locks and upsets for the week. What do we think? Actually, I I like them all. Like the Dolphins won, for sure. For sure. The Dolphins are going to win that game. 100%. I don't even know why that's an upset. The Dolphins are just the better team, in my opinion. No more asking. Yeah. Anyways, what else? The Rams versus Vikings, actually, I was thinking about it, and I think this might be a loss for the Rams as well. Like, as a Rams fan, it's hard to say that, but if this is – yeah, it's going to be a close game, I think, at least. I don't know. But I, I liked all your picks. I'm not going to lie. I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, for the first time ever. But you know what else is? I'm, I'm going to throw my own lock in there is Seattle over the Bears. I think that's a lock, mm. honestly. I, I like that a lot. I don't know why. You can disagree, whatever, but I, I don't know. I think it's a lock. Yeah, I mean, I, I really like this addition. Connor, I got to hand it to you. I think we were both hot this week. We had to make up for Nez <laughs> shouting <laughs> about Aaron Rodgers not being good, whatever. But, it, yeah, I mean, I I really like the Packers-Browns. I, I'm not going to lie to you. I, watching that Browns-Raiders game the other night, that was hard. It feels like it I'm watching the Browns. football on both sides. I feel like I end up watching the Browns at some point every single weekend, and it's it gets worse and worse. It truly gets worse and worse every time I watch them. It's it's just it's it's unexciting, but it's not unexciting in the way that like the Niners are unexciting, where they still like win games. I I, I truly I don't know how the Browns have seven wins. I really don't. And after seeing how the Ravens played this weekend against the Packers, I don't know how the Ravens lost to them last week. But I, I like the lock Packers over the Browns because, I mean, 
the Browns are grasping at straws at this point. I, I think that they're they surprisingly, in, in my opinion, they might have the worst shot of any of those 13 teams in the AFC to make the playoffs, just looking at schedule and how they've played recently. Baker Mayfield needs to sit out the rest of the year. He might not even be in Cleveland come next year. Maybe Carolina will pick him up. But, yeah, I mean, I, I like this addition, Connor. Good stuff. Uh, thank you, thank you. I worked real hard. All right, well, moving into our final segment here, our game picks for the week. Let's keep it quick. And, Nez, I'm going to throw this one first to you. Colts, Cardinals, we talked about that one a little bit earlier. Talked about who needs it more, but more importantly, who gets the win? Um, Honestly, for sure, no questions, the Colts. It's a lock. Okay, it's not a lock, but the Colts are looking really, really good. The Cardinals are looking very bad. So I got to go with the Colts. Correct me if I'm wrong, but weren't the Cardinals a nine and one at one point? Or is that, yeah, now they're 10 and four. They're, they're one and three in their past four games. Jeez, they're crumbling hard. I have to agree. Cardinals have been one of the coldest teams in the NFL, you know. Colts looking fine. Played against the what was the number one team, and they had a dub pretty easily. I think Colts get this. All right. Well, certainly we broke that one down a little bit earlier, but moving on, one of our upset picks from Connor, the Rams at the Vikings. We know Connor's pick here, but Nez, I know you spoke on it a little bit, but but who gets the win here? Your Rams or or your uh, your second team, the Vikings? <laughs> My second team. Uh, yeah, I mean – I agree that it could be an upset, but obviously I'll never pick anyone that's playing the Rams. So I'm going to go with the Rams just because they've been looking really good. And obviously because I'm a Rams fan and I'm confident they're going to win, but I, I also can see it getting upset, sadly. Well, the Rams have been hot, but the Vikings, they, they really need it. If they want to, they want to eke out a uh, playoff berth. So should be a great one to watch. Uh, moving back into the AFC Another one we broke down a little bit, Bills at the Patriots, part two of this one. Will it be more of the same with the Patriots win, or do the Bills take this one, Nez? What do you think? Uh, Man, this is going to be a good game. I'm going to go with the Patriots. I think they're going to get the two games over the Bills like, uh, like I said they would. So, yeah, I think the Patriots are going to find a way again, even if that means that uh, Mac Jones said three throw three times the whole game. <laughs> yeah, I uh... – I Bills, I don't think they're very good. Patriots, they're they're still pretty good despite this past week. I think if Bill Belichick knows how to do anything, it's how to beat the other teams in his division. I don't see how the Patriots lose this one, honestly. Well, I would just hope it's a little bit more exciting than their first meeting, but finally wrapping everything up here. For us, let's go Steelers at the Chiefs. Steelers trying to make a push here at the end. Chiefs holding on to that one seed in the AFC after this past weekend. So who uh, who, who gets one done here? Ben Roethlisberger or uh, Patrick Mahomes? Why is this? Why is this even a, a game? I can't even like I can't ironically hate on the Chiefs because the Steelers aren't good. They're so bad. <laughs> Obviously, the Chiefs are going to win this game. Like, it's going to be like, a blowout. I'm even choosing this Chiefs in this week. Like, what? What? This isn't a question, Sam Graham. Oh my I, goodness. <laughs> History in the making. Connor, Connor picks the Chiefs. Good grief. This is. It's this the is Steelers, something. man. 
It's the Steelers, man. Well, maybe maybe I threw it in there. I debate. know the Ravens just lost to him, but it's the Steelers, man. Well, you know, who knows? Maybe I threw it in there to bait Connor into picking the Chiefs finally. I'll edit this out. <laughs> well, you heard it right here. Connor finally picks Kansas City. I guess the Steelers are just that bad. We'll have to see who ends up getting the win this weekend. But it's a whole, it's a great slate of games. I mean, it, it just start to finish. Starting on Thursday, a couple games on Saturday, all the way through Monday. It's sure to be a wild and hectic week 16. We'll be back to break it all down this time next week. Hopefully Bryce will be back with us. Miss you, buddy. And we will see the rest of you then. Peace. Peace.